Good morning and welcome to your daily PPE, your daily devotion for wisdom from God's Word. And welcome to the weekend. Today is Saturday. It is September the 4th. And uh, we're back in Psalms 69. We're going to look at uh, verses 9 through 15 this morning for your weekend and uh, see what God's Word has to say to us about wisdom. And hopefully, I'm praying that uh, through the Word of God, He's going to impart wisdom into your life. Well, I know that the Word of God will give you wisdom, but I'm praying that you will receive it. So, the title of today's devotion is Eternal Perspective in a Temporal World. I know you know this. I know that if you're listening to this, uh, you're more than likely uh, a believer in Jesus Christ, or at least you're seeking that and uh, following after that and thinking that there's something bigger than just what we live. And so I know you probably know this, that we live in a temporary world. This world is not our home. This is not where our souls are going to live forever. Eventually, the Bible tells us that this world is going to pass away and everything in it. And so Jesus has taught us in through the Gospels that we have to have an eternal perspective. And the Word of God teaches us that true wisdom is an eternal perspective on things. And so it's hard to have an eternal perspective in a temporary world, but we have to learn to cultivate this kind of perspective. This passage of scripture today in Psalm 69 verses 9 through 15 tells us and David gives us some eternal perspective in this temporary world. And then I'm going to review, I guess, the nine things that help us with this eternal perspective. And I have four more for today. So a total of 12 that we're going to look at today. Um, Things that you can do that you can cultivate in your life uh, to cultivate an eternal perspective. So let's look at this passage of scripture in Psalms chapter 69, and we're going to start with verse number nine, and it starts right out of the gate with uh, the thought of our title, eternal perspective in a temporary world. Psalm 69, verse number nine, David writes, passion for your house has consumed me. And the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. David has taken on the heart of God. And basically what David is saying is, Lord, what hurts you hurts me. What concerns you concerns me. I have a passion for your house and not just for your house, but for your presence. For you, Lord, I seek after you. I cry after you. David goes on to say in verse number 10, when I weep and fast, they scoff at me. The people scoff and make fun of him. When I dress in burlap to show sorrow, they make fun of me. I am the favorite topic of town gossip and all the drunks sing about me. God's word, his plan for our lives, doing what is right, has come to be wrong in the eyes of the world and wrong in this day and time. Uh, We're living in the day and time and living out the scripture where Paul told Timothy, there's going to come a day when right is going to be wrong and wrong is going to be right. And Jesus taught about this too. Jesus said 
this would happen and for us to be ready for it. And actually, Jesus encouraged us to embrace it. He said um, that in Matthew, I believe it's Matthew 28 or Matthew 24, don't quote me on that, but he said, they will hate you because of me. But also remember this, Jesus said, not only will they hate you because of me, but Jesus said, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. So there's going to be trials, there's going to be troubles, there's going to be circumstances that we don't like. We're going to have problems that may last our whole lives. But those who stand firm until the end will be saved. We have a hope. We have something to look forward to. It's eternal. It's eternity. And we have, an, we have to cultivate an eternal perspective in the world that we live in. Let me continue on. A couple more verses here, 13 through 15. David says, but I keep on praying to you. Note here where David's faith remains. No matter what happens, no matter how deep of a sorrow and no matter how much trouble strikes him and comes at David, David said, I keep on turning to you, Lord. I keep coming to you. And he goes on to say, hoping this time you will show me favor, hoping that this will be the moment. David is anticipating this is going to be the time. He says, in your unfailing love, O God, answer my prayer with your sure salvation. His salvation, his saving grace is for sure. It is happening. It is working. Verse 14, rescue me from the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Save me from those who hate me and pull me from the deep waters. Verse 15, don't let the floods overwhelm me or the deep waters swallow me or the pit of death devour me. In light of all the troubles that we ever encounter, we have to remember and we have to learn to cultivate an eternal perspective in this temporary world. So let me just remind you of a couple of things, actually nine of them, the things that will help you accomplish this. And we've covered this, we've covered these nine over the last two days. I just want to remind you of them. The first day was, I encourage you to cry out to the Lord. We need to continue to cry out to the Lord, continue to go after him in his presence. We need to continue to look for him, for his leading. Sometimes we're going to go in a direction and we're going to find out later that it's the wrong direction. But we don't, we don't stop seeking the Lord. We just go after him and continue seeking his face. And we remember his past goodness. We have to remember and remind ourselves of the faithfulness of God in our past. He has been faithful and he will continue to be faithful. Seek his presence. In all that we do, we have to seek his presence. Trust in his present protection. Make strong commitments. Number seven, fear his name. In all that we do, we have to fear the Lord. We have to trust in him and have a reverent fear of who he is. And remember his presence. Remember he's with you. The last four this morning that I'm going to give you, and it's about an eternal perspective. Number nine is keep an eternal perspective. When we remind ourselves of our eternal heritage, when we remind ourselves of what is to come, that God is preparing a place for us, it keeps the problems of this life into perspective. Again, even if we have problems that last an entire lifetime, it will never compare to the greatness of eternity that awaits us. So keep an eternal perspective. Number 10, love mercy and truth. 
when we love mercy in our hearts and our heart it goes towards those that cause us trouble when we have mercy on those that is causing us the heartache and the trouble life will change our perspective on life will change when we see people as david here he sees problems in the world and people as god does when we see things like that we're going to learn that we have that the troubles that comes our way these are are not problems as uh my writing boss used to tell me he said it's not a problem rob it's an opportunity you have an opportunity to shine and so when problems come our way we have to look at it in an eternal perspective god what are you wanting to show me what are you wanting to teach me what are how are you wanting me to draw closer to you in this situation and god will show us love mercy love truth always 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 seek after God's truth, which is his word. Number 11, this one's hard. Praise him always. Sing his praises no matter what. I challenge you today. I love this old song. It's been going through my head over the last couple of days. It's the old song, Then Sings My Soul. I love the the choruses in it. Then sings my soul, my Savior, God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. The writer goes on to say, and when I think that God, his son, not sparing, sent him to die, I scarce can take it in. I encourage you and I challenge you today, sing that song. And as you sing it, complain and worry about your present troubles. It's very hard to do. It's very hard to complain and worry when we go through and when we praise him in those moments. Number 12, last thing, keep strong commitments. Remember those commitments above. Remember all of these things that I mentioned before. Cry out to God. Look to Him for leading. Remember His goodness. Seek His presence. Trust in His protection. Fear His name. Remember His promises. All these commitments. You've made a commitment to follow after Christ. So no matter what good no matter what bad, no matter what hard, no matter what easily comes, continue to remember to trust in Him. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank You for this day. Thank You for Your Word. Thank You for the truths of Your Word, God. I pray today, God, as we're into our weekend, that You would help us to learn and live and cultivate these truths of Your Word, God. Help us, Lord, and those who are going through struggles and trials today, God. Lord, we know that these are temporary. Everything in this world is temporary. But God, help us to focus on the eternal. And God, no matter how hard aching, no matter how much turmoil and trouble we may go through, help us to keep an eternal perspective that, God, you are allowing these things possibly come into our lives, to draw us closer to you, to learn from them, to have an opportunity. God help us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining me this week. I hope you've enjoyed this wisdom this week from God's Word. Lord willing, I'll be back with you on Monday. Uh, we're probably going to finish up this Psalm 69. Uh, we may not finish it up Monday, but either Monday or Tuesday. And so, Lord willing, I'll be back with you. Remember, I'm praying for you. 
Uh, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you.